DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for my listeners. Listen to this great offer. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on the American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds is an offer that does not come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get all the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate. It has plenty of instructions for new betters and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving it, and I know you will too. So... Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPM when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code TBPN to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. It's 10.58 p.m. on a Wednesday. It is July 28th, and eight days ago, the Milwaukee Bucks knocked out the Phoenix Suns in six games. It was for the culture. Brandon Jennings already knew what was going to happen eight years later, another 10-year removed from the city. They did it. They beat the Suns in 2007 Cavs Summer League sensation, who played 63 minutes. P.J. Tucker became an NBA champion. I know I mentioned that a lot. And I highly recommend reading the full story if you want to know about P.J. Tucker's NBA path because he played a year with the Raptors in, uh, I believe it was 06, 07. And then he was out for five years. He was playing in Europe. And as he's getting ready for his next season, it will be his sixth year there. He has a $1.1 million guarantee on the table. And he had a family to support at this time. And then the Phoenix Suns say, hey, you want to try out for our summer league team? You want to come play, see what happens? He didn't want to do it. His partner said, go for it. This is your last chance. This is what you love. Why not? He listened. He wasn't going to, but he listened. He got in all these years later with, uh, with Phoenix and with Toronto again, with Houston and now the Bucks. The man's an NBA champion. It's a great story of perseverance. Huge part of why they won. And everyone knows I picked the Bucs in every single game that you listen to a preview of. And then they came and they did it. As a Cavs fan, you know, I wish they could have been the ones to win. But as somebody that is a basketball lover, supported the Bucs the entire postseason, picked them to win everything, every round, no matter who they were against, I'm extremely happy and satisfied and just feeling good, just playing good that they did it. And look, Chris Paul, you got to feel bad for him. It was a great run. He finally got to the finals. And for Devin Booker, his first trip, he was fantastic. DeAndre Ayton, Monty Williams, the best, one of the best, you know, coaching runs of his career. He's never had it like that. In New Orleans, he hardly won anything. He barely did anything. Playoffs, regular season. You know, it was Alvin Gentry that got them to the second round, not Monty Williams. The point is, He's a better coach than he was earlier in his career. 
That backcourt was something special. The team was awesome. But Jay Crowder's now lost in the finals in back-to-back years with two different conferences. And the Bucs did it. Giannis was just so good. How can someone be that good? Especially on a hyperextended knee. He had 50 points in the elimination game. 40 points in two other games. Two historic blocks. And now you dunk for the ages. The finals had it all. The Bucs were awesome. And to see Michael Redd and Brandon Jennings celebrate with the team, two guys that were a big part of the team's success in the 2000s and early 2010s, you love to see it. And by the way, Michael Redd didn't even win in the playoffs. Neither did Brandon Jennings. But they had the teams winning in the regular season. They had them as a fun squad during what was a tough period. And I'm just it's so great to see them connected to the team like that. It was a great series. Applaud the Bucks. They did it. The best part of them winning? Jeff Teague. He said, yeah, I got an A on the group project. I mean, facts. He's speaking it. You can talk smack about Jeff Teague, but the man was an all-star back in Atlanta. He landed with the Bucks. He did play minutes in the finals, and he got himself a ring. How about Bryn Forbes? He played with the Spurs for several years. He, go, he leaves, and he wins a ring. Diakite from Virginia, a beast. First year in the NBA, wins a ring. Sam Merrill, NBA champ. Elijah Bryant got to the Bucs with a couple weeks left in the regular season. He now has a ring. So cool. Brooke Lopez, one of the greatest Nets of all time, has a ring. Giannis, ring. Thanasis, ring. Drew Holiday has a ring. Chris Middleton has a ring. Man. Pat Connaughton was almost out of the league after his first couple of years. He got some minutes for the Blazers finally, showed out, got his contract with the Bucks, and he was the sixth man on a team that just won the title. No DiVincenzo, but still, ring me, brother. They did it. Good for the Bucks. Shout out to the Suns. Those are some thoughts on the finals. It was a lot of fun to watch. There's no question. Here's what matters, though. Evan Mobley. At this time tomorrow, we'll hopefully be on the Cavs. Why will Evan Mobley be on the Cavs? Because they're picking third. Why are they picking third? That's how the lottery went. Why do I want the Cavs to get Evan Mobley? Folks, most of you listening do follow me on Twitter. And so you see my thoughts and my opinions. I try and be to the point. Evan Mobley shot 43s. Last season at USC, he only made 12. I care more about the second number I said, which is 12. That's how many threes he made. Not a big number. As a matter of fact, it's highly unimpressive because that's less than one per game. It's even less than half of a three per game. But the 12 makes tell us that Evan Mobley is capable of scoring from downtown. Evan Mobley, should he get drafted? I believe can be a Jaron Jackson Jr. type, a big man who plays the four but is capable of easily slotting in at center when your starter needs some time off the court. Or if you want to go five shooters at any time, you take out Jared Allen, you throw in Evan Mobley. And if he does get drafted and we do re-sign Allen, it's not Frobley. I like Frobley, but it's Moblin. As stated on the It's Cavalier podcast, shout out to my good buddy, Mac Perry. Moblin, 
we want Moblin. I want Moblin. I've wanted Moblin for so long now. Look, I'll keep it short. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I rarely saw a lot of Mobley. But everything I've read from y'all on Twitter and from scouters and just from general talent reviewers, he's long. He can space the floor. He is a menace defensively with his length, with his size, with his wingspan. And he can play two positions. Also, selecting Mobley means a quicker exit for Kevin Love. I do believe his days are numbered as a Cav. And the fact is, you know, we're not seeing him in the Olympics right now. For better or worse, I'm personally happy he's not playing. I do hope he's okay health-wise, mental health, and just, you know, overall health. But he didn't deserve that spot, and that's a fact. So we're not seeing him play. We are seeing ex-Cav JaVale McGee. I'll get to that in a moment. Get Mobley. Put pressure on trading love. A really solid backup for Jared Allen, giving... Uh, given rather that Isaiah Hartenstein has opted for free agency and he might not be in the team's price range. I want Mobley. He can play the both spots. He can shoot the ball. He can just put on a block party at any time. Every team needs two shot blockers, even in the modern game. Back in the day, you used to have some teams with twin towers or fours that can block like the Cavs used to have with Darty and Nance. Although Nance was the premier shot blocker. Maybe even Olgowskis and Ben Wallace. We had that once upon a time. Let's get Mobley and Allen up next. Two guys. Just protect, protect, make it hard. Olympic basketball and NBA basketball are very, very different. But when the USA lost to France, they lost to a team that mostly ran a two-big set throughout the day. It was the Poirier-Gobert duo that had them at their absolute best. That's basketball in a different setting. Back to the NBA, real quick. You know, the Bucks won. The draft is coming up tomorrow. And I'm a little nervous. I don't want to see Colin Sexton traded. That's my guy. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. And I've read rumors for a long time. If I am the Cavaliers, there is nothing. And I mean nothing. Not a single thing in the world that can happen that can make me want to trade Colin Sexton. He is a huge part of the future. A huge part. The Cavs' win-loss record and decisions are, you know, something where, you know, they're looking to win. And Colin Sexton can be a part of that. The man can play at a very high level. And when you consider everything that he brings, how he's improved the Brooklyn game, we need him. Keep Colin Sexton. Please, I don't care about SGA or other picks. I want Colin. Pay the man. Sign the man. Keep the man present. And on an Olympic note, Australia is 2-0. Shout out to Delhi. Shout out to our old pal Dante Exum. They're just winning. They're winning. It's coming together. Australia, sorry to all my Americans. But I want Australia to win gold, and you should not be surprised if you know me. Delva Dova's always been my guy. And 
considering how great he was all in all in his Cleveland tenure, I want him present. I want wins. And that is the guy that deserves a gold medal. It's been a long time coming for Australia, who's put together a tremendous roster. I'd love to see them get gold. That's it for this podcast. It's a short one. Back tomorrow, JJ, Sylvia, and I made a little bet before the playoffs. I had the Bucks. He had the Suns. We're going to talk about that and more tomorrow on Across the Cavs before the NBA draft begins. Mobley, please.